All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPosito, and the Celtics beat the Atlanta Hawks 119-106, another 13-point win. Celtics take a 2-0 series lead, and the Celtics are good. Heading to Atlanta for Game 3 here on Friday. Uh, we're going to follow today's podcast, same as usual, run through player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows, uh, talk about you know heading into Game Three. Talk about what the Celtics need to do, need to continue to do, uh, to take a three-zero series lead on Friday. But to get things started here, I want to give Player of the Game to Derek White again. This is again, this is the Derek White series. Last two games, he is absolutely taking it to Trey Young over and over and over, and tonight was no exception. 26 points, seven rebounds, two assists, a steal, three blocks, three blocks for Derek White uh, on 11 of 16 from the field, two of five from three. Derek White is continuing to do absolutely everything. And it was an absolute monster, monster fourth quarter performance for him. He had 14 points in that fourth quarter and was really the, the entire offense for the large majority of it. This Celtics team really struggled at the beginning of this game, uh, fell down early, and Derek White was the guy that started things off, got the Celtics back into it, got a nice transition layup, great outlet pass from JB, give him credit there. Uh, but he was the one that really started the offense for the Celtics team. And then he kind of calmed down, uh, had nothing in that third quarter, but fourth quarter blew up. 14 of the Celtics, 29 points uh, came from Derek White. And it was just, it was as good as it gets. You talk about finding a mismatch and just absolutely dominating it within the flow of the offense. It's Derek White on Trey Young. This isn't a game where Derek White is trying to go ISO on Trey Young and getting out of the rhythm of the offense. This is Derek White staying within the rhythm, being that 0.5 guy that's it's going to make a decision quick. And he took it to Trey Young. He took it to Murray as well. Derek White was doing everything. Just a really, really solid performance from him in this one. Uh, and honestly, look back down, you've got Malcolm Brogdon. This is another really good performance from him as well. Talk about the two, like, I don't know, secondary point guards past Marcus Smart, who was your you know starter, right? Uh, Malcolm Brogdon and Derek White have outplayed Marcus Smart on the offensive end. Marcus Smart, I'll give him credit, and I will talk about him in this game. He had a really good game. Defensively, very good. Like, really, really good defensive game again. Uh, but from an offensive perspective, Malcolm Brogdon, Derek White, both of these games this series have been fantastic. Uh, 13 points, 7 rebounds, 8 assists, a steal, and a block for Malcolm Brogdon as well. This was a this was a block party. Everybody seemed to have a block in this one. The only one that played significant minutes that did not get credited for a block was Marcus Smart. Like really overall solid solid performance in this one. Malcolm Brogdon I think did a really good job of creating offense for the Celtics on multiple different possessions. 
Like you obviously he scored. He had 13 points highlighted by his half court heave uh, to end the first half. Uh, but really it wasn't the, it wasn't the points that he scored. It was the passing that impressed me in this one, eight assists. And he just did a really good job of creating offense from defense. You know, his steals, his, uh, whether it be his steal, Jalen Brown had a steal that got poked right to Malcolm Brogdon, but some of his passing outside of that was just spectacular. And it led to a lot of very easy buckets. So Malcolm Brogdon scored, rebounded, played phenomenal defense, and was a really good playmaker in this one. Uh, so both of those guys, Derek White, Malcolm Brogdon, two guys that are stepping up in the playoffs that you know weren't major factors last year. Obviously, Brogdon not on the team last year, right? Derek White wasn't as big of a factor as he's been all of this year. Uh, and for the start of these playoffs. So very good sight to see. Uh, but looking over to our starters here, Jason Tatum, solid game. 29 points in this one, 10 rebounds, six assists, moved the ball well, was very efficient. 12 of 22 from the field, five of nine from three, had a bunch, bunch of step back threes in everybody's face, Collins' face. Uh, Hunter's face, you name it. Jason Tatum had a step back in front of them. Like this was a really good Jason Tatum performance as well. Uh, so overall, good game from him. Did he struggle with turnovers? Yes. Will we talk about that in the second half? Yes. Uh, same thing with Jalen Brown. You know, 18 points. He didn't really search for a shot as much. Only took 14 shot attempts. Seven to 14. Good. Two of four from three. Good. Uh, overall, I mean, this is a, a really good defensive game from Jalen Brown. Had three steals, two blocks. Just as far as a one-on-one -on -one defender goes, Jalen Brown was phenomenal in this one. Like, everybody he guarded, everybody he face-guarded, shooting percentages plummeted. Like, he looked really good on the defensive end today, uh, and it led to a lot of open looks. I already talked about one of the, the steals that Jalen Brown had that ended up in Malcolm Brogdon's hands. Jalen Brown sprinted the floor, got an easy transition layup out of it. So creating offense from excellent defense. Uh, he looked really good in this one. Again, turnovers, also an issue. Similar to Tatum, also had four turnovers. Talk about it in the second half. Uh, but outside of that, the rest of these performances, really good. Al Horford, eight points, four rebounds, three assists, a steal, three blocks. Very good defensive game. Very good defensive game. Uh, he was a team high plus 20 alongside Malcolm Brogdon, both of them plus 20 in this one, which is crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, so really good game from him. His running mate, Robert Williams, 23 minutes in this one. Very good as well. Defensively, offensively, he was doing a little bit of everything. You know, eight points, five rebounds, an assist, two blocks, uh, and four or five from the field. The part that I love about this, not all of his shot attempts were lobs. A lot of them, he had mismatches. He had guys that were trying to front him, whether it be Malcolm Brogdon, who did it once or twice, and Jalen Brown, who did it once or twice. Throw the ball up high. Rob Williams out-jumped him, out-muscled him, got himself an easy layup. This is like the Celtics actually looking at Rob to create offense which is different than what we've seen for most of this season. 
obviously he's a big lob threat. We didn't even see that tonight. Robert Williams had one putback, and it was a very tough, very tough putback on a Jason Tatum layup that missed the rim completely. Like I don't, I, I'm, I know for a fact that it was not an alley oop attempt. There's no chance because it was a terrible attempt. Robert Williams made the most of it, got the putback. The only shot he missed, funny enough, was actually the easiest layup attempt I think he had all game. Uh, but outside of that, four or five, really good, right? Robert Williams, another really good performance. Uh, so we've talked about most of the guys. Uh, Marcus Smart needs a little bit more credit on the offensive side of the ball as well. Obviously, defensively, this was another unbelievable performance. But offensively, Marcus Smart was one of the guys that really got the offense going at times as well. He was two of six from three. I will say at the beginning of the game, he took two ill-advised threes that I will talk about in the second half. Uh, But outside of those, I thought he played within the offense really well. Got the ball moving, six assists tonight. Again, I talked about his three steals. A lot of the offense created off of that. Uh, But Marcus Smart had a couple of really, really impressive drives, lefty finishes in the lane late in the game when the Celtics really needed it. So Utah, like this is one of those games where everybody, everybody had a big basket or two. Like there were points in this game where Atlanta went on a couple big runs and you've got guys like Derek White, Marcus Smart getting to the rim, Malcolm Brogdon getting to the rim. Like that's one of the parts of this game that impressed me the most A lot of people will say, okay, we shot 45% from three. Great, right? We only took 33 three-point shots. A lot of people, again, they're going to get at me saying 33 is a lot. It's not. The Celtics have been averaging 38 and in most games are shooting 40 plus. So them taking 33 shows that the Celtics were super aggressive in this one. Like very, very aggressive. And you can see it, points in the paint, massive advantage for the Celtics. We had 64 points in the paint compared to their 40. And the part that's super impressive about that, Atlanta crushed us on the offensive glass. They had 19 offensive rebounds, 19. Obviously, this was another game. They didn't really shoot well. 42% from the field, not very good. 33% from three, again, below league average, not very good. So whenever you're missing a bunch of shots, you have more of an opportunity to get these offensive rebounds. The Celtics shot 55.8% from the field, 45.5% from three. They're not missing a lot of shots. When you're not missing a lot of shots, it's really hard to offensive rebound. We only had five tonight. So there's a massive massive disadvantage for the Celtics. However, they didn't really take advantage of it. Think about that. 19 offensive rebounds. They only had 40 points in the paint the entire game. So the Celtics did a really good job of just staying super aggressive in this one. Starts at Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown did it as well. Derek White, Malcolm Brogdon, all of these guys. They were not three happy. They got to the rim. And they finished at ease. Like this is an Atlanta Hawks team that is very small. We've talked about it. 
obviously Clint Capella, big dude, right? John Collins, fairly big dude. However, he doesn't play that traditional big man position. He's not going to body you down low. He's not going to rebound at a super high level most of the time because he's out on the perimeter. And when you're playing a team like the Celtics, one thing to the Celtics credit, they stretch the floor really well. Whether or not they took a bunch of threes in this game, again, only 33. Just, just to put this into perspective, right? The Atlanta Hawks took 48. That's 15 more threes than the Celtics took. They had 16 makes. We had 15. Goes to show that the actual percentages are incredibly favored towards the Celtics. But when you have a team that can shoot 45%, you're taking guys like Clint Capella and John Collins away from the rim. And you're forcing them to defend you out on the perimeter, giving the Celtics a wide open lane to the rim every time. I will give Clint Capella a little bit of credit here. The Hawks, in the very beginning of the game, let Capella kind of stay home, and it worked. The Celtics offense in the first six minutes wasn't very good, and we'll talk about that in the second half. Uh, but really, this is a this is a Celtics game. They did a lot of things really well on the defensive end. You know, 12 blocks, 10 steals. They held the Hawks to 106, right? We talked about their, you know, season average being, I think, 118.4, number one in the Eastern Conference as far as points scored, right? The Celtics shut them down. They had 99 with 40 seconds left, and Jalen Brown had a pretty stupid turnover that led to 101, and it, they just kind of built on that. You know, two two pretty bad, stupid like turnovers at the end of the game that allowed them to get to 106. But really, this is a this is another game where the Celtics held them pretty close to 100, which is significantly under their season average. The Celtics defense looks really good. Yeah, you know, we held them to 25 points in the first. 24 in the second, and then 25 in the fourth. I want to get back to the first quarter here for a little bit. The Celtics, again, I'll talk about it a little bit in the, the second half as well. The Celtics gave up 22 points in the first six minutes of this game. Six minutes, they gave up 22 points. They finished that quarter holding the Hawks scoreless for like five minutes, and then Bogdanovich hit a three to make it 25 points. They scored three points in the remaining six minutes of the first quarter. So talk about the Celtics flipping a switch. We use that terminology a lot in podcasting and media, right? They flipped the switch. They figured out the offense. They realized that the Hawks were going to shoot a ton more threes, and they figured out who to force the ball to and defended at a high level. This is this was good. This is Joe Missoula making adjustments. People aren't going to see it that way because they don't like to give Missoula credit, but the Celtics offense and defense was an absolute mess to start this game. Joe Missoula made adjustments. The Celtics made adjustments and it, it paid off. Simple as that. Really good game for the Celtics. 
Second game in a row that they've beaten the Hawks by 13. Uh, this is the playoffs, guys. This is exciting stuff. Uh, but it wasn't all perfect. So I do want to talk about some of the negatives here. Before we dive into some of the negatives, want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilize the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. All right, so let's talk about some of the negatives here. Uh, number one, we can start at the very beginning of the game. Obviously talked about how the Celtics fixed it, uh, but the Celtics really got out off to a tough start. Giving up 22 points in that first six minutes of the game is tough. And a lot of it comes down to the fact the Atlanta Hawks offense was significantly better. They had wide open shots, and I'll give Hunter some credit here. He had eight points in the first eight minutes, first six minutes, and a lot of the they, two of them wide open threes. And then he got an offensive rebound and a putback, right? Like the Celtics were giving up offensive rebounds. They weren't boxing out, and they weren't getting out to shooters. They were sagging in, letting Trey Young get into the lane and kick out, and it led to a couple wide open shots. And the Celtics stopped doing that. They stopped relying on, you know, doubles or guys sagging in and just let Derek White destroy him on the defensive end. So give Derek White some credit. He stepped it up on the defensive end. So did Marcus Smart. So did Malcolm Brogdon, all covering Trey Young. Uh, they all did a really good job on him. But early, it was ugly, right? Number one, that's the worst thing that happened tonight. First six minutes. Defensively, it was terrible. Outside of that, defense, fantastic. Nothing to complain about on the defensive end. Outside of that. The other thing on the offensive end, turnovers was was horrible tonight. Turnovers was horrible. And you give, again, a lot of credit, a lot of blame, I guess, goes to Jason Tatum and to Jalen Brown. Both had four. Uh, we had 16 turnovers tonight. In a playoff game, it's it's too many. It's too many. Now, I'll give the Celtics some credit on the other end of that. We also forced 16 turnovers uh, from the Hawks, and then we had 22 points off of those. So, yes, the Celtics took advantage more than Atlanta did, but we're still giving away too many points off of that, right? Turnovers, another issue, right? And it's something that, the Celtics have done really well with for the majority of the year, but there are games, there are moments 
there are series where it's just like, what are they doing? You're just sitting there scratching your head at some of the stupid mistakes. And I'll give Jalen Brown a little bit of credit here. He came out, he had three turnovers in the first quarter. He only had four at the end of the game. And honestly, his fourth was with 48 seconds left in the game. So he went the majority of this game, like three quarters without a single turnover. Great. But again, in the very beginning, it was bad. It was real bad. The beginning of this game, we got out to a, we were down 13-5. Jalen Brown had two turnovers and Marcus Smart had two terrible, ill-advised three-point shot attempts. All in the first couple minutes and the Hawks hit everything, right? Celtics found themselves in a hole and then it went from 13 to five to like 19 to nine. And it stayed around that 10 point deficit until they hit 22 and the Celtics turned it up on the defensive end and shut them down. But the Celtics at the beginning of this game, it was bad. Jalen Brown with the turnovers, Marcus Smart with the bad shot attempts. Like it was just not a good looking game. Uh, But again, fortunately, the Celtics turned it around. They played great basketball for the remaining three and a half quarters. And this is where the Celtics sit at a 2-0 series lead. And nobody at the end of the day really gives a shit whether or not they win by one or 15. There are certain fans that absolutely do care and will say that the Celtics played a horrible game because we started bad. But at the end of the day, people were complaining after last game when we won by 13. And they were, they'll probably complain about today's game when we also won by 13. So people just you know, aren't, aren't really happy a lot. These are some of the games. It doesn't matter. This is the playoffs. At the end of the day, Celtics 2-0. You love to see it. Make quick work of this Atlanta Hawks team. Get Jalen Brown some rest. Because honestly, this was a game. This is another negative you can take from this game. Jalen Brown in that fourth quarter, he had a unbelievable block on DeJounte Murray. After his block, he also hit it off of Murray. So the Celtics actually got possession. Unbelievable defensive play. He subbed himself out of that game and was holding his finger. I would not be surprised if we hear another, you know, conference, press conference talking about Jalen Brown and the stitches coming apart again, or it rip his wound ripping open again. This is something if the Celtics can take care of this in four games, this would be a really good opportunity for the Celtics to kind of rest, give Jalen Brown some time to let that finger heal because the, I'm it's hard. I'm hard pressed to think that the finger isn't helping with the turnovers, right? This is this is more so on the his handles, right? The shooting's still there. His shot's still going in. He's still hitting at an efficient rate. He's shooting fifty percent. The guy's shooting well, but the handles are all over the place. And some of it, it's not like he's dribbling off his foot. He's just like losing the ball. Like, it's just not sticking with them. I think that the hand is hurting. And I think it's playing a factor. I'm not making excuses. I just want him to get healthy. This is a this is a series against Atlanta. You don't really need Jalen Brown. This Hawks team is bad. It's not good. Defensively, they're one of the worst teams in the league. Take advantage of it. 
this is one of those games where the Celtics can continue to just keep his minutes low. Try not to push too hard. Like, this is also a game. We were up by 20 points with a couple minutes left, and he still got all the starters out. That's the only knock that I have. I will give him a little bit more credit. Missoula, Al Horford, 32 minutes tonight. Marcus Smart, 32 minutes. Derek White, 34 minutes. Jalen Brown, 36 minutes. That's actually, it's pretty good, right? Robert Williams, 23 minutes. 28 for Brogdon. Like, that's where you want to see a lot of these guys. But get Jason Tatum down to that 36 number also. There's no need to be sending him out there and playing him 40 minutes, especially in a game where you're winning by so much. Rest him another four. It'll be good for him. Good for him in the long run. You don't need him. You don't. Throw throw Grant out there for a little bit. Throw Pritchard out there for a little bit when the Celtics are up by so much. This is a team he could feast off of Trey Young, and he's fast enough to stay in front of him. That's it. All right. That's where we're going to wrap things up for today, though. Uh, overall, great win for the Celtics. 2-0 series lead. Go into Atlanta on Friday, uh, and then game four on Sunday. Hopefully, fingers crossed, wrapping the series up there. Uh, that's where we're going to wrap things up. If you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to join our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die, and our YouTube page, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We'll talk soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?